Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual? Like, mmm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Bread and Wine. This is a candid conversation between a husband and a wife about marriage, kids, and money. And uh, we're going to have a glass of wine at the same time. You changed it up. Yeah. You changed it up for 2022 and you forgot. No. I changed it up. He, like, interrupted me in the middle of it. It's like, I was like, all professional. And then you're like, wait, 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 what? Baby, happy 2022. Cheers to you. Cheers to you in 2022. Cheers to you being 40. Oh, yeah. That's right, everybody. Just a couple days ago, jumped over to the 4-0 land. Had a lot of fun over the past couple of days. My wife celebrated me quite a bit. Thank you, darling. You're welcome. I really felt the the love. The banner is still halfway up. (laughs) Yeah, it just says birthday. Yeah, there's no happy anymore. (laughs) What did you say? This is one you got from the dollar store like eight years ago or uh, something? <laughs> yeah, because I'm frugal about certain things, yeah. which means I'm super cheap about them. Yeah. Like, I'll spend a lot on things I value, you know, my winter coat. Right. Um, warm boots. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll spend a lot on high fashionable furniture. But I'll be damned if I will spend... <laughs> A dollar on 25 Christmas bows when the the ones from five years ago are perfectly fine. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You're a valuist. I love it. Put a piece of tape on them and reuse them. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Well, what are we talking about today, darling? So, um... Somebody sent us this bottle of wine. Yes. So, yes. Hey, article. Phil from Chicago, thank you very much. You sent us... um, Five bottles of cheap wine. So we, we we went in and we bought one of our favorites, <laughs> which is Mayomi, which we're having right now. It's a Pinot Noir. We really like it. And Phil, thank you very much for doing that. And um, he just wrote a really nice note about how he enjoys the show. So shout out to Phil from Thanks, Chicago Phil. for this episode. This one's dedicated to you, man. Um, and he asked us to, to read an article uh, that uh, he sent over to us. It was called, How Will You Measure Your Life? And it was by Clayton Christensen. It's a Harvard Business Review article. So Nicole and I, I have this little app that like uh, reads it to us. Uh, we were doing some work in the kitchen. Well, we, you were doing work in the kitchen and I was sitting there um, and we were, uh, we were listening to the article and it was actually really, really interesting. So we're going to dedicate this episode to, to Phil and uh, talk through that conversation of how will you measure your life? And um so why don't why don't we start off maybe talking about I guess what do you want to talk about maybe how we what we learned from that conversation um, or well first of all I think it's a fitting topic for New Year's as absolutely we're making, you know resolutions and it's a time to reflect yeah a time to plan for the year plan your life set goals um, so I want to start just by asking you how do you think you would measure your life like. Mm. If you died in 10 years, what are the things that you would want um, that you would want people to say about you at your funeral? Wow. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, some of it's going to be from what I learned with just uh, listening to the article that we, we had. But 
How would I? I mean, I think a lot of it is just I have values of being a, a good dad. I have values of being a good husband. I want to have the work that I do matter and have it help people. So I want to be remembered or I want my, how I measured my life of, of really those three areas. Um, okay. So the first, that's interesting. I feel like the first thing that people say is the most impactful. It's because it's, you know, gone to your yeah. head. What's the first thing? Mm-hmm. And you said, be a good father. Yeah. So do you think that your current, the way that you currently structure your, you know, if time is a resource, mm-hmm. the way that you spend that resource. Yeah. Um, do you think that that's in line with being a good father, being a good husband? Not always in my life, but now, yes, I do. I think I've made a shift over the past two years to prioritize family more than my work. Um, and that happened at the beginning of 2020, really. I was working in a job that I really didn't like uh, and uh, on a career path that I didn't see myself wanting to be in anymore because uh, I wasn't passionate about it, but also it took me away from time with my family. So I've definitely prioritized more time to be dad over the past two years. I've definitely prioritized more time to have more time with you. Okay. Um, And in the spirit of being, you know. Honest. The devil's advocate, you know, like just the, the, um, the truth, you know, whatever the flip sider. Yep. Um, and I'm totally guilty of this too, Yeah. but I think you and I, well, okay. So I'm just going to say it. it, I'm just going to say it. The first thing that you said was you want to be a good dad. Yeah. But a lot of times Mm -hmm. you're you're annoyed with them. Sure. You know, it's kind of like, uh, how can I get a break? Sure. Absolutely. Like when you come, when you're done with your work day and they're like, we want to wrestle. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it's kind of like. uh, Well, that's very true. I'm trying to define what a good dad means. And I'm, I'm not sure at 40 that I need to be as playful as my kids. Um, I think I always imagined myself being a lot more playful as a dad. It all comes back to that kitchen towel, man. That kitchen towel yeah. quote is so true. And I feel it too. Mm-hmm. Um, you're making it hard for me to be the parent that I've always imagined. That would be. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because I imagine, you know, expectations are, I am holding hands with my children, running down a field yeah. of daisies. Totally. And we are all laughing and right. playing together. But the reality is, you know, they're fighting with each other and I'm like, stop. And then, you know, they're like, but well then mom, can you play with me? And I'm like, no, I have four more hours of work to do. Right. And I want to do this project in the kitchen that I've been dying to finish. Exactly. So yeah. like, like the expectations versus reality. Yeah. And I think the playing thing, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to give myself some grace this year because I think for the past two years, I felt like what's wrong with you? Why don't you want to play with them more? But I'm going to give myself some grace this year and just be like, I don't know if that's what means being a good dad. Or at least the version that I'm deciding means mm-hmm. being a good, a good dad or not. I think I'll, I think I'm there when it matters. I'm there to pick them up. I'm there to take them to school. I'm there, there to take them home from school. I'm there to listen to them as they describe their problems throughout the day. Um, I'm there to coach 
soccer. Uh, I'm there to be the PTO treasurer, you know, right? And try to have them help them have fun and help them with their homework. Just like I feel like the important stuff. But that also, to your point, I think blends into the stuff that I'm willing to do <laughs> or that I enjoy a little bit more. I would rather help Zoe with her homework than Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would rather do arts and crafts and chit chat with the f- other moms and dads on the sidelines at soccer yeah. than watch every game. Right. And, like that's something that I struggle with. Sure. Like, I want to be the supportive mom. Yeah. But when it comes to like, it's really cold out and I'm going to be sitting watching an hour long soccer game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of like, I really just want to stay home. Sure. <laughs> can you, can you handle it? And a lot of times I'm late to the games because I don't prioritize them. Yeah. Even though I tell myself, I want to be the mom who's yep. supportive. Right. Who's there early who's, and who's is always, always face painted. There when right? they <laughs> make, make their goals. And then there's me in reality <laughs> who like, accidentally um, screams yay when the other team scores because I'm totally not paying attention. <laughs> I'm like, I thought that was one of our girls. <laughs> and everybody on our side of the field like just stared at me and I'm like, oh. Did you I not just, have your glasses totally, on or something? Or? I was just looking at it out the corner of my eye. My, my heart wasn't in it. You were probably talking to Sabby or something. And then Absolutely. Something happened, yeah. I was chit-chatting mm-hmm. and all I saw were pink soccer socks kick it in and i thought it was zoe and it definitely was not she was like on the sideline oh that's so funny anyway um so we all have our things yeah we you know we say um that we want mm-hmm. we want to see ourselves as xyz we sure. want to see ourselves as a good student yeah or we want to see ourselves as um somebody who's uh you know health conscious mm-hmm. But then we don't really allocate our resources, sure. i.e. our time, yep. money, brain space. To make that effort. happen. Yeah, to actually make those things happen. And that's what the, the article um, I liked about the article is that it it pulled out the need, the, the fact that it is a need to design your life um, based on your North star or whatever your goals are. Maybe Mm -hmm. you have four North stars. Sure. Yeah. But your life can take you in multiple different directions. You know, I mean, I guess imagine like a raft in the rapids. And if you're, if you're just sitting on the raft, the rapids will take you in (laughs) many different directions and it will guide you on where you're going. But, I guess this article kind of reminds me that like you can you can stick an oar <laughs> in the water and kind of guide where you want to go. Oh, I but love that. that. That's a that's I, an I incredible that. that's like, an incredible Justin, metaphor. I really didn't Nicole. think that one out. It's the wine. That <laughs> I'm serious. Me. That's genius. Because <laughs> it's so true. I'm sure. We, and we've been somewhere. on the rapids. Or we went to where, where the heck did we go? Jackson Hole. Yeah. I'm thinking of that. Yeah. Like. If we didn't do anything with those oars, right. it would have taken us somewhere. Yeah. Maybe crashed into the rocks. Yeah. Maybe but gotten stuck into one of those little, little pool thingies. water fit fall yeah. pits, yeah. you know. But you could use the oars and direct towards your North Star. You know, the more I think about it, like, I'm sure I heard that somewhere. That's okay. Just if own I it. I didn't, I'm brilliant. <laughs> I, pro- I probably, like, just... Own it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um... Anyway, I like that. I like that. Kind of what I got the the main thing I got out of the article was, um, 
making sure that you are in charge of where your life is going. And the way that you become in charge of that is identifying what you want to be, what you want to be remembered by, what you want to stand for, and then making sure that your actions line up with that. Absolutely. Totally easier said than done. Oh, for sure. The whole, I mean, the whole thing of immediate (laughs) gratification versus long-term happiness. It's like, well, yeah, we know all that. It's like all this, all this stuff is we, we know all that, but is implementing it is the hard part Mm -hmm. and doing it daily, small daily habits that will help you do that. I want to ask you, how, how will you measure your life, Nicole, oh. in the next 10 years? How would, you, how would you measure the happiness or where you wanted to go or, you know, in 10 years from now? Um, if you were to pass away and say, man, how do I want to be remembered? I would want people to have stories about me. Okay. Um, um, I would want to be remembered as like a fun person to be around. I would want to be remembered as a good mother, um, as a good wife, you know, as a, as a good, good hearted person that had really great stories to tell (laughs) about, you know, like I want my funeral to be like people standing up and being like, Oh, this one time, Hmm. um, you know, so I don't know. I don't know any deeper than that i don't really i like that well i mean it's a series of experiences and moments where because that's what a life is right i mean it's moments in time and we want to have good experiences with people i guess i don't know how i how i make sure that my life goes in that direction Hmm. you know what one of the things that i try to to do is not say no to everything sure (laughs) You know, even though I might be feeling tired, I'm like, no, I should go to that person's birthday party because something's going to happen that's going to be really fun and memorable. We're going to have pictures and I want to be the person that was there supporting them. You know, Mm -hmm. yes, let's go to people's weddings. Let's go to, um, you know, so I guess that's one way that I do kind of like do the the wind test, you know, lick your finger, put it in the wind. Which way do you go? Do I say yes or no to this event? Um, and I try to say yes. It's good to have, you know, like the people. Jim Carrey Yes Man movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> um, the other thing that I found interesting about the article is that it it talks about um your life as a resource. You know, yes. like think about a think about a business. When you run a business, you have a budget. You have, okay, this is how many people I have on staff and they can each work 40 hours a week. How do I, you know, piece out those 40 hours between all of the work that needs to be done? Like everything is very thought out and methodical and mathematical. Mm -hmm. When we live our lives, we don't always do that, but it is kind of the same thing. We have and not unlimited resources. We only have so many time, uh, so many minutes and hours of the day. We only have so much, you know, effort that we can put towards something energy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We only have so much money. And so knowing that, how, where do you want to put, you know, I guess if you take a week and you take out the amount of time that it takes to sleep, And you take out the amount of time it takes to eat, to go to the bathroom, to take a shower, to, you know, just do basic things like that. What are we left with? Very small amount. 20 hours a week. Yeah. It's wild. 
So I mean, outside of your like, let's say your work time too. It's like, hey, we got to work, right? So take that out. Right. What is it? Twenty hours. Yeah. So when you look at it that way, you're Mm -hmm. kind of like, all right, well, what do I value? Like, if I spend three hours just perusing Facebook (laughs) of my twenty a week. Yep. Is that what I value? You know, there's so like, do I value reading books? Do I value going for a run and being, you know, in shape? Do I value meditating? Do I value spending time with my children? Do I value, um, do I value work? You know, maybe, right. maybe you do, maybe you have a business that's growing and, and that is where you want to put your time and effort. But like knowing that it's not unlimited, you do need to be pretty choosy. Absolutely. And you know, be honest with yourself about pushing yourself in that direction towards those values or the things that you say that you value, right? Mm-hmm. Are you are you saying, oh, I'm, I'm family first, but like you're, I don't know, gone all the time. Right. And, and maybe you need to be gone all the time at this season of your life. But yeah, what are I've you doing to move that. towards that eventuality? You know, I've been guilty of that right now, starting a new job and mm-hmm. everything. I want to be there and available when the kids come home from school. But sometimes I can't. Yeah. I'm on a call or I'm deep in thought and mid thought about getting something done and out. Um, and so I have been not as great of a mom as I've liked to be in the last. I like to think of this as a season. This is a new season for you. You know? Yeah. I don't want that to become the habit. And, um, if we, if we reassess this in six to nine months or a year and you're like still feeling like this, then, you know, we have some conversations. We, we will reassess. Yeah. I think sometimes people do get stuck in like, well, this is just, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm floating down the river and I can't stop to yeah. even plan ahead. So I think this is like, that article was a good reminder that we do need to, um, we do need to think ahead. Yeah. He mentions that it. too. He said that where the, the author mentions that taking the physical time in your schedule to allow for those pauses of like, Hey, am I heading in the right direction? Am I? You know, you need, like, was that an hour a day? Is that 30 minutes a day where you're like, hey, am I really heading towards those goals or those values? And help yourself to course correct. Because if you don't allow yourself the time to think about it, then you're just like, I'm just going to be floating down that river. Right. Just, you know, on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. And before you know it, 10 years have gone by and you're not really doing the things that you want to be doing and it's nobody's fault but your own absolutely yeah you know yeah i mean yeah there are extenuating circumstances sometimes someone dies or um you know you are given certain things that are challenges but or your financial situation is tough right now you need to work all the time to fix it but as long as you're continuing to move in the direction that you want to go I think that's what we're saying. Yeah, I think you get, we have to not lose sight that we are in charge. I mean, yeah. we're not in charge 100%. Like, we can't control the rapids, but we can control whether we go around certain areas or straight through them or crash into the wall. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like um, I like one point of the article where he says, um, he talks about this, the, the Arthur was a religious man. Um, and he talked about having this, just this once kind of thought, you know, where yeah. it's like, okay, what are your guidelines for life and where are your areas to go and where are your areas to not go? And for him, it was like, Hey, he's always going to keep Sunday as, as a holy day. And he had an opportunity to do something really cool in his life, but he opted to not do that because he's kept this promise to God and where he wants to go. 
Uh, I didn't necessarily agree, but hey, that's not my life, right? You know, um, but what is what is my what is my line in the sand where I say, hey, no, I'm I'm always going to be there for whatever it is, Zoe's games or Calvin's games, yeah, and I just say no to the things that don't right. keep me on that North Star path. Uh, that was the one part of the article where I was kind of like, I don't know if I agree because I don't think that everything, I, I think we need to be flexible in life. I, I don't you think know what? You're, everything yeah, can I think you're always right. be this. Yeah. I, I can't always have Sundays free. Absolutely. Always you're right. do anything. I think mm-hmm. we need to have. Flexibility. Cause even as, as I was coming out of my mouth, but, I'm like, I missed a couple of Zoe's gates yeah. last year and I, I, I was okay with it. I mean, she understood. Um, I but I think there needs to be flexibility. So that was the one part of the article yeah, that I, that's true. I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. But but I get what he was saying. And it's there's a slippery slope. Yeah, there is a slippery slope. But I think we also have to be OK with like a B, you know, like you don't always have to have a 100 percent on your tests of life or your yeah. goals or whatever. It's like, hey, man, I did it a lot. And that's a lot better than where I was. Did I improve from where I was? Then that's yeah. that's an A for me. But like if you're scoring 80% on your, hey, I'm going to be there for every game for Zoe, that's pretty good. Um, same thing. I, I, I mean, I don't know how the people are different with religion, but I would say if you're a devout and you want to go to sun, uh, church every Sunday, that's great. Hey, if you miss a couple because yeah. you got something going on, like he had the opportunity to play in this like essential final four tournament in, in basketball. Yeah. It was like, that's a pretty, pretty cool thing in your yeah. life. I would probably play, play the basketball game. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I like mean, sports I <laughs> camaraderie. God, I think God would have forgiven. I think so too. It's all about forgiveness. Yep. She is. And yeah, there you go. Yeah. But, but I get his point. I do. Again. I do too. Like sometimes you do need to do something drastic sure. to make a point. Yep. And his point is that, um, once you once you let go of your morals once it's kind of like sure. where do you then where do you stand absolutely so I, you know we were talking about it in terms of parenting where it's like you know uh, we have some no go zones for for our parenting our discipline or whatever because once you've done that you kind of break down the wall a little bit it makes it a little harder so one of the, one of the things we decided not to do early on was timeouts and any sort of physical violence towards kids, which just sounds, sounds stupid to say, but we would, uh, we would, we both committed to never, you know, harming our which, kids when we're, I mean, I, I feel like one time I did slap Zoe's hand, mm-hmm. you know, cause it was like, he yeah. the moment and I felt terrible about yeah. it. And yeah. I was like, how can I tell her not to be violent? If sure. I am, you know, more is caught than taught. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. Know, more is, yeah. Yeah. More yeah. is caught than taught. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So yeah. So 80%, 80% we're good. <laughs> We get a B. Hey, if you're a B parent, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I love it. Very there was, cool. There was another aspect of the article. Um, I, I liked I liked to just the, the points he made around short-term versus long-term thinking, immediate gratification versus long-term happiness. Like uh, yeah. sometimes we're on this path of just getting stuff done. You know, you, you, you got paid or you got promoted or you got the sales pitch done or whatever, because you're, you're on the, the rapids or whatever you're in the boat. Mm-hmm. But are you looking at long-term thinking enough to help get, help guide your path to be there? Are you taking the immediate gratification of like, well, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta get paid or I gotta do this thing. So the, the real goals of mine or my real family values, I'm just gonna have to put aside for now. Um, in order to get there. But I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm a good example. Yeah, go ahead. 
Um, there's there's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. It's called like something like the American. No, I don't know what it's called. I, what, I'm thinking it's like something about the American dream, but I don't remember. Oh, what yeah, I remember that called. movie. Yeah. But it's like his their ultimate goal was to be happy and to live in. They were going to like go to um, Europe yeah. and, and like li- live there. But then, and he hated his job. Like he was like, they were miserable. They were fighting all the time. And then, you know, so they decide, all right, we're just going to pack up and we're going to move. We're moving Mm -hmm. to another country. It's going to be great. We're going to change our lives. And then he goes to work and they offer him this promotion (laughs) with a lot more money. And he's like, "Mm, I'm going to take that promotion. Mm. So that's the instant gratification and ultimately destroyed their dreams mm. so i do yeah it's it's a very interesting thing and it, it can be hard to not take the instant gratification you could maybe want to like save up for a car but then man you really want those yeezys or you want <laughs> you know whatever it <laughs> yeah, is all right um and you know so you spend 300 here 700 here and you can't buy that car because yeah. the car costs ten thousand or twenty thousand so it can be, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with him, like keeping your eye on the North Star. Well, I think that, so we're, because I always go to action uh, with a lot of these things that I'd started a conversation between you and I afterward. I'm like, well, I don't know if we've defined our family values or our North Star together as a couple. You know, we both talked about how we want to be remembered and how do you measure success or how do you measure your life? what do we define the Hill family as, you know? And I, I thought it would be kind of fun to, um, I saw this thing. I think it was on, I just Googled it. Um, how to create a family manifesto. I think that would <laughs> so be really taking neat. taking it back to the whole, if you're, you know, treating your, your life and your family as a business. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want it to be like a corporate statement or whatever, but I mean, it could be fun. It could be like, Hey, here are the fun traditions we do. Here are the things that define us. It could be even just visual, you know, like it'd be a mood board or whatever, yeah. you know, of, of things almost, it's almost like our wall up there. That's kind of a mood board a little bit of all the things that we care. All our, all oh, our pictures. Our picture. Yeah. Our, I mean, that's, yeah. it's kind of almost like the manifesto right there. Marathons. Yes. It's us in Marquette, like doing yeah. adventure stuff. Us doing our show together. And- yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's like actually that's a really good point. Actually, that wall is our manifesto. You're right. It is. I'm not sure it needs to be in words, really. Um so <laughs> pictures are a thousand words. They are right? a thousand words. And the 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 pictures that you've chosen or that we've chosen together are all they're not just like, hey, here's us and a and a and a and a, and a part portrait, yeah. you know, like uh, standing in, next to each other. Whatever flower wall behind us. Right. It's, no, it's jumping off of a cliff. It's yeah. running a race. It's a Halloween goofiness. Uh, you know, things that we enjoy. And I think maybe that's part of it, that we're just continuing to update those photos on who we want to be and who we are as a family. Maybe that's really the mission. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. But we can still do a manifesto. Okay, cool. I just, I thought you were, that you were like insinuating it was going to be a little too corporate and boring. No, no, I'm just saying that we were talking about you know, a company, yeah, having not having unlimited resources and you know just like a company. Okay, cool. Um, well, so well, I have I have an article. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, bo- both the article that Phil sent us, as well as the article on how to build your family manifesto. It's from a from a a, a blogger that. Um, I was reading, so I could put those in the links for if people want to build their own and uh, kind of define. Growing up, like the Robinsons had a great family culture. Like I didn't, 
have that. I had, uh, you know, uh, um, my parents were divorced. I was only with my dad certain times. We did have certain traditions, but it wasn't necessarily like a family culture. And I grew up next to a family that had that. Hmm. And I think it's so important and so beautiful. And they're a close knit family. And then I married into your family. You have a lot of, um, you had, you guys used to do for years, you did like lion season tickets yep. and you family know, just trips. there's certain things. Yeah. And I think we've started a couple cool traditions we in have. our family, but we could make that even stronger and better. I agree. I think uh, it does help to make the family. It's fun. Sure. And it makes the family close. And um, yeah, I think that's super important. Well, that's what we're doing. Maybe we're doing it together. Create we're defining culture. it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. Well, should we do some takeaways? All right. Awesome. Again, Phil, thank you so much for this great topic. Yeah, we really appreciate Phil. it, man. And we're enjoying this wine it's that you sent us. Thank you. Um, so do you want to do takeaway number one or you want me to go? Um, key taking takeaway number one is um, don't forget that you have control to stick that ore in the water and um, veer towards and away from the things that you want to. Like we have control over where our life is going, but we have to stop and take the time to um, plan it out. I love that. That's a really good, it's a really good metaphor. It's a visual metaphor. You're a visual See person. I keep bringing it back to that because you were like, you're so brilliant for coming up with well, that. So now yeah. like every time I can, I'm like, I hope you tell everybody uh, about it uh, when you go to work too. <laughs> I it's Google just like. It. <laughs> something that like I've totally just read. Well, who, whoever you brain. Google that said it also probably got it from somebody else before him. <laughs> yeah. So, or her. All, all great. All great <laughs> ideas are just recycled. They are. They really are. Uh, great. Great takeaway. Uh, key takeaway number two, I would say, as Nicole's saying, you've, you've defined what those uh, values are and you're want to steer towards them. Maybe give yourself some grace when you're not always hitting it out of the park 100%. You know, um, I have to do that myself, I think. If I don't always want to wrestle with my kids because that's the kind of dad I want to be, then that's okay. Um, you know, or also, you know, if I said, hey, I'm going to be the guy to be the soccer dad, I'm there all the time. If, if I got an opportunity to do a speaking engagement uh, for my, my business uh, that I'm really excited about, then I'm going to have some grace with myself too. So, I think uh, I think being a B student is uh, is good for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then I'll say the the third and final key takeaway um, is that time and money and effort are resources and they're not unlimited. So we need to be pretty picky about what we do during the day. I'm not I'm not saying don't go on social media. I mean, if you enjoy that, that's totally fine. There yeah, it could be relaxation time. Honestly, right? yeah. there are times where I go, I spiral into this like horror, like I, I start taking, I literally take a needle, um, a sewing needle, and I push threads in the couch back in where our cats have like <laughs> scratched them. So that the couch can continue to look perfect. And I'll do that for like two hours. And I'm like, is this really what I'm doing? Like, is this the best use of my resources, of my time and my effort? But I do like, I, I backtrack into that and I'm like, well, I think it's meditation for me. It's time where I'm like just zoning out. I'm making something look good 
you know, like, so I'm okay with it. I don't feel like I'm wasting two hours. I feel like the two hours, although the, the thing that I'm actually doing seems wasteful, the secondary effects of it, i.e. it's a, just a mindless activity. Um, and I'm saving us from having to buy a new couch. Like those are the things that I think are valuable. So I'm okay with it. It's about as redundant <laughs> as uh, making your bed every day or right. uh, cutting the lawn because right. the lawn's just going to grow again. <laughs> but it brings me joy to Absolutely. have it look nice. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, time, money, effort, all of that good stuff. It's not unlimited. So, man, let's use them. Let's use them wisely. Yeah. And we talk about budgeting our money all the time. We talk about budgeting our time. It's probably are probably more important right. um, than uh, than money. Uh, for for your time so yeah. well this is good that's good well hey everybody again phil thank you so much for this for this bottle of wine and this great conversation we really appreciate it if you want to uh have a have a shout out on the show here you can go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash wine and uh, <laughs> and throw us a, a cheap bottle we've got it on there uh as an opportunity we will we'll give you a shout out on the show and we'll have a good topic to. and nicole doesn't like when i do this so you don't have to uh is also the answer or you can throw a cat a cat scratching post uh, our way as well <laughs> instead she might like that more than the wine. Uh, but yeah, if you guys want to do that, that's fantastic. If not, keep enjoying the show. No big deal at all. What you could do is leave us a review in marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Spotify is now uh, accepting reviews as well. So you can go there and support the show. That would be that would be fantastic. Or if you have just an idea, you can shoot us a note on social media. Andy Hill, MKM. That's my handle in a lot of areas. And I'm taking care of the social media side so Nicole doesn't have to doom scroll on uh, Facebook or anything like that. (laughs) But everybody, you guys have a wonderful day, night, whenever you're listening to this. And we'll see you next time. Cheers, Cheers, baby. And hi, Carlos. Hey, Carlos. Absolutely. Absolutely.